This is an emergency broadcast of the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This is not a drill. Remove any children and pets from your home and go to your nearest shelter. Remember to at all times listen to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. And whatever you do, do not under any circumstances, trust what you see. Let's go! Wow. I just got back from my trip to the White House. Yeah, yeah. I left wow. something there, though. I can't say what. Wow, wow, that, that, was, that was a crazy uh, rail you just took. Well, you know, when you leave your stuff in the White House and then you come back, you got to get more stuff. You know what I'm they saying? They don't know who did it. They don't know who did it. It could have no, been. Zelensky, I know who did it. I know. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! It could have been Zelensky. He, that guy has problems, man. I have a clip where he just, I think he just took like two lines and his face, he's like, where he's doing that face and his eyes are like bulging out and he keeps like doing this, sniffing with his nose. Yeah. Like he totally took two hits before the cameras turned on. I'm just surprised that so many people are like, what? There was coke in the White House? <laughs> like, of course there was. Uh, They're all on fucking drugs. Yeah, you know, when I realized, I forgot who told me yesterday or uh, that the number one show is uh, this reality show. And it's just complete mm. garbage. And I'm like, of course, you know, COVID and shit like that can happen on this population. If, if the number one show is a reality show, you know, quote unquote reality yeah. show. Well, with uh, the with the strikes going on, uh, we're about to have a lot more reality shows, too. Uh, what, we're having strikes again. Oh yeah, uh, writers are on strike now. The actors are on strike. Oh yeah, it's like Europe, huh? Like France, you mean? Yeah, <laughs> like protesting, <laughs> right? Like France, but you know, it spilled over to Switzerland too. Well, at um, least at least the yeah. at least Europe knows how to protest. They do it right. <laughs> yeah, they have experience. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, we we pretend our 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 um. Uh, not lobbyists, but the 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 groups that represent workers. What are they called? Unions. Um, unions. They're completely corporatized. Like they're, yeah, oh yeah, definitely. They're, they're so far from the people that they represent. It's they're just it's big, absolutely. huge conglomerates and corporations. Yeah. Or captured, what? I guess. Oh yeah, we know that because this is the Uncovering Anomalies <laughs> podcast. Uh, that is Adam. I am Topher. Yeah. And uh, we are here on episode, what are we on, 28, 29? This is 29. 29, episode 29. Yep. I can't believe yep. we've made it this far. Almost a decade old, yep. We haven't been uh, black bagged <laughs> and taken to an off-site CIA facility yet. No, we haven't, which means the stuff we talk about is bullshit. Or we're the controlled opposition. Yeah, we could definitely be controlled opposition. Or because, you know, I mean, I don't know why. I, I, it feels like the national security state has just calmed down about this issue for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why the UFO, UFOs are like not uh, what's it called? Like not a um, forbidden topic anymore. Yeah. Yeah. There's something weird about that, huh? especially that it's all coming together with AI, with uh, with the with the with the currency crisis, with World War Three just looming. You know, a lot <laughs> of things are coming and happening at the same time. It's very strange. Yeah. Uh, uh, but let's let's get into it, man. All right. So 
you know, as usual, we're going to go through some stuff that we sent each other. So, you know, we, we can skip over or we can just continue. So you, you let me know. Um, the first one we have, which we love, we both love this one. Here, let me present. Presenting. Oh, there we go. So this is, uh, this is a thread about the Turkey UFO case, which awesome. has been tried over and over to be debunked. And people keep failing, but even that they keep failing, the debunking sticks in people's heads. Like it's crazy. You watch this stuff and you when you read the comments, everyone's still saying, I thought that was a cruise ship. You know, oh, oh I, I hate that so much. <laughs> oh, so it was a cruise ship that was filmed in 2007, 2008, and 2009, right? In the exact same location, with mm-hmm. the exact same uh, camera. I mean, they don't so, think about their answers. So for those of those of us for those listeners who can't uh, see what you're presenting, can you kind of dis- give a kind of description? Right, so this is the first one. It was at 4 a.m. June 22nd, 2007. So it was, creepy. It was a really far off uh, thing that this guy saw that the camera operator saw. And he zoomed in. He's got like an old. It's not, I mean, it's, it's well, not I mean, it was 2000. It was 2007. I mean, you got to think yeah. about what the cameras were like back then. Right. So it's a camcorder. You know, it still has good zoom. It has good focus, autofocus. So he zooms in and he sees and it looks like it's a it's, it's the top of a craft, a, a top yeah. circular craft. Um, and that's why people think that it's just the top of a cruise ship, you know, but it doesn't even look like a cruise ship. Because, um, you know, cruise ships, have, you know, are curved on top. Yeah. <laughs> as everyone knows. Right. Remember the Titanic? It, it had a big curve on top. Oh, definitely. Especially when, when, you, when you have to go through those glaciers. The curves <laughs> always help really well to get yeah. you through them. You know, so the, the the craziest thing about this footage is that when, as a lot of them, when they zoom in, there's beings there. Yeah, that's that always really freaked me out. You can see, I'll I'll say, yeah, beans is a good word. Isn't that the most famous one right there? No, that's not it. No, the I think that was in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. Yeah, it's it is is absolutely astounding footage. Um, But yeah, you can you can see beans in the windows of the craft. Yeah, and a lot of debunkers are like, yeah, you know, there's going there. Why is there an opening? You know, for the beings to be doing experiments, they have in quotations. Um, this is when the object was not stationary yet. So there, this is at five in the morning. They're watching it go by. Oh, Here it is. Uh, and I didn't know this, but John Lear is it John Lear? The guy he um, he's he's well he's a well known doctor that used to operate on people that had implants in them. Right, 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 right. So he was there at the time, not in two thousand seven. I think two thousand eight. Um, and he witnessed this with the guy who was recording it. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So it adds credence to it. So here's the one that has opening. There's an opening in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like a metallic craft. I mean, it could be an opening. It could be anything. It could be. There's a there's a gap in the in the lighting of the of the craft. That's so, this is you know what this is really cool footage. Yeah, and, and it, it's a really long thread. So we could actually do a deep dive into this thing at some point. That'd be um, fun. I'd be into that. Yeah, because who knows? We, we might debunk it ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was skinny, Bob. I started out believing, and at the end of it, I was like, all right, complete psyop. Or... We could pull, we could pull a, um, the Y files and debunk all my favorite <laughs> stories. <laughs> well, he doesn't debunk all of them. A lot of them are debunked, yeah. Well, 
yeah. injured cold was one of my favorite uh i don't know if cryptid is the right word one of my favorite ufo stories and he i never even knew about that one so if you i didn't know about injured cold injured cold dude, is, i didn't I oh, that's wild! I, yeah, no, I love it. Was part of the um, uh, part of the the Mothman prophecies. It was a big part of that big chunk of that book. Oh, oh yeah. So Keel was in there. That's right. He wrote a for- but even Keel apparently didn't believe the guy. So here's that footage with the beings. Do you see them or something in the middle there? Yeah. And people like to zoom in on this and and catch their eyes and their mouths, but you know, again, the problem is because the footage is from 2007. I mean, it's. It's fine for the time. It's just hard. Zooming in on footage from 2007 doesn't mean a whole lot to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But it's just crazy that this thing was there for so long, for so many days, for so many years, you know. Well, was it three years in a row? Anyway, let's not spend too much time on that one. Yeah. Uh, But it's a great case. Oh, wait. Is this the one? Is that thing right there? Really? Yeah. Really cool footage. Uh, I highly recommend ch- people check out this thread. Yeah, so we'll share it in the description. Don't forget to support us, guys. You know, oh, everything everything we talk about is in the show notes. By the way, yes, people, and sometimes don't know. Sometimes the URLs don't show up, but I do check, and I'll go in there and make sure they're there. Um, they want they might not be on all platforms. I think some platforms block URLs that lead out of their platform for some reason. Um, well, they want to keep people on their on their website yeah i get it but you know if if you want people to like learn for themselves and research research for themselves it's important yeah definitely not to just take everything we say as you know the truth right 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 so this is happening a lot it's not the first article i've seen about this but flying cars now are going to be a thing very 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 soon um this company uh u.s company they are called Aleph, which is the first letter in the Arabic language. So they must be either either supported by like you know Arab money or they're Arabs themselves, or maybe or I'm just guessing. Um, so these are EV. What do they call EVTOLs? So they 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 land they take off VTOL, uh, vertical takeoff and landing. Yes, exactly. So they're but E. So they're, they're electric, small electric aircraft. They've been approved by the FAA and they've been given a license. Um, See, that's, is, that's wild to me. Yeah, it's expensive though. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, Aleph is already taking pre-orders for the three hundred thousand dollar Model A on its website, with plans to begin deliveries in twenty twenty five, pending <laughs> approval, of course. That is, man. Um, the problem. I mean, good, good job on that company. There's not going to be any recalls um, when they screw up because uh, the people who need a recall will have crashed and died. <laughs> They'd be dead. That's scary to think about. I mean, I'm, honestly, yeah. I mean, because if anyone knows anything about aviation and flying, I mean, like you need a flight plan. Uh, yeah. You need to have all these certain permissions just to yep. get out of the air. So I'm kind of surprised this is coming out. Do you remember NASA? I mean, obviously, we spent the government spent our tax dollars on this, but NASA uh, did a project a long time ago where they put highways in in the air, but they're digital highways. So I did not know about this. It was like squares. They're going into squares. You know, sometimes when you play a, a, a uh, an aircraft game, it makes you go through these squares. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's something similar to that. So I bet you these things will use that system. You know, the government 
created the internet, right? Mm-hmm. It's ARPANET. I mean, so it's something similar to that, where it's like, all right, here we go. We put up most of this money. Now, now it's up to uh, the corporations to make it better. What was that called? Building highways in the sky, NASA. It's that's, called. That's crazy. 2005. Originally, really? yeah. That that well, well, this is from 2005. <laughs> called NASA spinoff, transportation. Originally published in in 2005, so they called it aviation safety and security created. So I bet you they can use something like that, where where if there's already a highway in the sky, digitally whatever, you know, mm-hmm. it's a way to do it. Then get up, get up to that, to whatever that um, altitude is, and then you know take off yeah, and you know planes are what forty thousand feet up in the air so i mean as long as you don't go that high you should be okay yes yeah. but then you're worrying about uh telephone wires and you know stuff like that i don't know it seems extremely dangerous uh so I, here- I, I drive on the freeway you know for about an hour every day and uh just seeing the the idiots on the road i'd hate to see them in the sky well, yeah, I, I think it would have to be automatic, just like how, like my car now, it's not a fully automatic like a Tesla, but it it drives itself as long as I keep touching the the steering wheel every like ten seconds, mm-hmm. so it doesn't go crazy. It drives itself. It, it sees cars in front of it. It knows how to stay in the lane, and you know it's not like I spent a lot of money on it. But didn't have Tesla have to do a, a recall because their their cars kept stopping like randomly when oh, they were? Really? That's scary. Yeah, uh, it's illegal, like in a lot of countries, you can't have that function. So, this says the result of the research is a 3D display for pilots, which provides clear vision regardless of the time of day or weather conditions. It also replaces the buoys with a series of on screen markers that draw a virtual highway in the sky on which the pilots can quote unquote drive. So, that was in 2005. Wow, so, I'm sorry, I was drinking some water. No, all right. So that's, wow. That's really, yeah, that should be cool. So, you know, probably something like that is what the, what they would use. I'm thinking. Um, so Man, yeah, flying cars, flying cars soon. That would be fun. That would be fun. No more traffic, right? Well, <laughs> I feel like traffic would just move to the air, especially if they're doing like designated areas to fly. You know what I, I mean? mean and it wouldn't it wouldn't be very free now, would it? Because you'd be stuck to this in this virtual right. box. Exactly. So it's not really you're flying, yeah, but it's not really. <laughs> I just imagine. I just imagine you're flying. and You get pulled over by the cops and and having to f- like float outside your car. You know, and it, like you know, like when you get pulled over by the cops in the air. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Anyway, are you gonna you- watch? Are you gonna watch Oppenheimer? Oh yeah, for sure. I can't wait. Yeah, me neither. Uh, hopefully, they have UFOs in it. I won't hold my breath. I, I no, there's no no way, no no way. way, not even like one like ten second no. thing, you know, because he no. he's because Oppenheimer is so involved, like the Aztec crash and other crashes, he was involved in it. It's a great presentation that dish that just came on called UFO Secrecy and the Fall of J. Robert Oppenheimer. Um, it's a long one. It's hard to really pull things from there, but it has some cool information. Um. I paused it here. It says, in the process of arguing for Project Magnet, the memo had mentioned that UFO propulsion systems were the subject of study in the U.S. by a small group headed by Dr. Vanover Bush. Now, what is Project Magnet? Uh, you know what? I have no idea what Project Magnet is. I, oh, I think it's a Canadian one. Project Magnet. 
not Magneto. Yeah, see Canada. So it was a Canada. So that, that quote comes from that Canadian guy, Wilbur Ross. Um, mm-hmm. uh, no, wait, not Wilbur Ross. Oh, sorry, Wilbert Smith. And he he basically he's a Canadian, um, high level Canadian that wrote a memo, a Canadian memo that's been declassified, said that he spoke to U.S. counterparts and he was asking them about UFOs. And they told him that it's it's higher than the, than the hydrogen bomb and that it's real. Um, so that's who this guy is. So okay. Project Magnet was kept classified. That was in 1953. So, and this was before Vanover Bush supposedly was part of the MJ-12, was heading up the MJ-12 project. Majestic um, 12. That's a yep. fun, fun conspiracy we could get into. It is. <clears throat> so even prior to composing the memo, Smith had wanted to find out about scientists who had actually investigated crashed UFOs and went through the Canadian embassy in Washington to obtain an interview with Dr. Robert Sarbacher. Now, Sarbacher was involved in crash retrievals, and he basically told Smith, this guy, that, that, that it's real and that, you know, the U.S. government's been doing it for, for decades. So... Crazy corroborating information there, especially with what's happening now with with our government. You know, it's been out for so long, mm-hmm. officially too. I mean, this Smith guy is an official Canadian uh, individual. He's not just some guy. He was highly respected in the Canadian government. So, having that document come out was good. Um, I thought sharing this would be good too, since Oppenheimer is coming out, and to remind people that he was involved. He wasn't just at the head of the atomic bomb project. He was also involved in crash retrievals and UFOs. And, and he can become death destroyer of worlds. Yes, and he's so cool. That he has that. I mean, I've been I've been into audible books recently because uh, I have a lot of mundane, at least five hours of mundane tasks every week, so I can I can basically finish a book. Re, you know, doing that stuff. Yeah, uh, that's so. That- Often I'll, I'll do that at work um, and on the drive to and from work. Yeah, I'm sure. Books. Yeah. So I, so Nick Redford has been having some fun books. I, I read. Well, not read. I listened to the NASA conspiracies, which was a great one. Uh, uh, Pyramids in the Pentagon was a good one. I just finished. And now I'm in another one called DNA of the Gods or something. Nice. Anyway, he talks about the basket there, by the way. Oh, really? And, you, and I know your part that. Yes. It takes up at least half of, half of that book. Every time uh, I every time I tell someone I'm I'm part Basque, I have to explain what the Basque are because nobody <laughs> seems to know. But they you are know. a serious group, and he th- he spends a lot of time in that book talks talking about them. Are you Rh negative? I have no idea what that means, so, so I don't know. Uh, your blood your blood type, you know, is positive and negative. You have A B A B. Well, I'm, I'm I'm I think I'm A B positive. A B. I don't, I don't know what I've never heard of Rh though. I mean, RH just just means that it's RH positive, RH negative. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. so RH I, is not a certain blood type, but it's just saying that that it's a negative or a positive. Okay. Yeah. So he was talking about that huge population of bass are in the negative, and then he was saying that a a, a, a big chunk of abductees are also RH negative. Really? Uh, yeah. That's interesting. I'm not, I'm not done with it with that one yet, but yeah, it's very interesting that. That that they the aliens or whoever is in charge of the abductions focus on people with that are Rh negative. Huh. Yeah. I must be Rh positive then because I've never been abducted as far as I know. <laughs> as far as you know. Yeah. 
Although I've heard you tell stories to me before, so I I do. Yeah, well, <laughs> they might they might come up, but you did mention yeah. you wanted to do an episode uh, that we focus on our. On yeah, our, we just talk about our, our experiences yeah. and you know our philosophies on what the phenomenon is and stuff like that. Yeah, and you I mean know, it comes up it comes up a lot in the show already, but it'd be good to just get it all out there. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Uh, right. I mean, we, we've sprinkled it in there, but if we can maybe list what's happened to us over yeah. our lives, you know, and have it in one place. And for the audience to see that, you know, um, many, many of us interested in this subject are experiencers. Exactly. Um, and you just, you, we, we hope and wish everyone can, can become an experiencer because then there'll be less skeptics. Although skepticism is not a bad thing, right? No, of course not. I'm, I am a skeptic. Yes, I'm still a skeptic too because even though I have experienced things, I've never experienced them physically. I mean, I've seen things physically. I haven't touched mm-hmm. something. I haven't touched, and I've not definitely haven't shaken hands with a being. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, right. no. And un- uh, until I'm like hand in hand with an alien, a true to god alien, I you know I'm not. I'm always going to be questioning this kind of stuff. You know, if we don't do our CE five, it's never going to happen. I know, uh, I know. I keep, I, I, I'm with you too. It's just, it's, it's stressful, and it, maybe it can be scary. I don't know. I don't know. All right. So what you got queued up here? All right. So here, this is. We've talked about this before on the show. Yeah. And there's a theory out, out there, out there called QI, or quantized inertia, and it's a completely different type of physics. We follow the guy on Twitter, Mike McCulloch. He's, he's, he's the, the scientist. Uh, he's been funded by DARPA, by the Department of Defense. He doesn't; he's not as big as he should, but this is big news. So, a company is using his theories. Test. Um, <coughs> it's called a quantum drive to use his theory and his mathematics, and it's going up on the next SpaceX rocket. And they have no engines on it. What they what what they supposedly are going to do is they're going to use solar panels to extract and create. Energy, uh, not just electric energy, but actually a drive like um, propulsion. So, a controversial new type of electric propulsion system that physicists say defies Newton's laws of motion, known as the quantum drive, has secured a spot on a SpaceX rocket and will launch into low Earth orbit this October. Uh, designed by Ivo. Uh, so, yeah, they, they want to test out this drive. And if it works out, then that means spacecraft does not have to carry propulsion, as in like liquid oxygen. Right. That's I mean, that, don't have it anymore. That would be a complete game changer. Yeah, um, completely. Because one, it will make us lighter, and then you could probably go really, really fast using this stuff. And we can we can uh, hypothetically go further. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh, and and go near the speed of light. Uh, he offers an explanation. McCulloch developed his QI theory, which looks to the strange and mysterious properties of the quantum world for answers. Perhaps unsurprisingly, his efforts to explain inertia have led to a wide range in criticism since his proposal seems to defy the laws of motion first set down so many centuries ago. Why are we so, why are scientists so keen on holding on to old ideas? You know, I mean, well, I, I think it's, I, I honestly, after the COVID thing, yeah, and looking at doctors, I kind of think it's all about money. 
So rocket engineers will be out of a job, not out of a job, but just yeah. won't be so important. And, you know, stuff like that. Uh, that's all I think it is. And it'll make this guy into a trillionaire. You know, mm-hmm. maybe, he's not, maybe he's not approved. If you know what I mean? <laughs> he hasn't <laughs> had sex with a kid on camera yet. <laughs> right. Like, he's too, he's too good of a guy. And he is, by the way, you know, we, we interact with him a lot. I have other accounts that interact with him and he's funny because <laughs> there was one time he was he was basically saying that Einstein's theories are bullshit, right? So I uh-huh. retweeted him and I'm like I'm like criticizing Einstein is anti-Semitic and then <laughs> <laughs> and because he's Irish, he goes like, Well, criticizing QI is anti-Irish or something like that. <laughs> I hope I hope he didn't think you were being serious. No, no, he knew I was kidding. Okay. Was kidding. Yeah, yeah. So he's got a great sense of humor. Great to see this. You know, it's on the debrief and you know, the best of luck to this team. I mean, yeah, that, it's really exciting stuff. I mean, October's uh, right around the corner now. Yeah, and if if we're doing quantum drives, I mean, I think we're really close to what like UFOs UFOs are doing. Yeah, God, wouldn't that be exciting? Well, there's some crazy shit happening. You you shared with me this. Yeah, uh, Mr. Re- uh, Representative Tim Burchett. He's funny. He's going to lead up the the hearings, but he says here, where to go that we can't handle it. Yeah. Has grim take after access to UFO footage, quote, we can't handle it. That's, I mean, uh, see, this goes along with my whole interdimensional theory and something we would touch on in our philosophy episode. Yeah. Um, Because, again, and we've said this before, if it was just like beings from another planet that were coming and, and hanging out on Earth, I don't think anyone would like have a, you know, crisis about it you know it's just like okay there's aliens so what right we've gotten to that point but if it's something far stranger uh yeah then i don't know like this is all a simulation or they're Mm -hmm. interdimensional or you know we live in a a, a box on some guy's desk um or they made up religion you know right i think that's the big one yeah Uh, that that actually really scares me but you know, even if they did, does that that doesn't mean God is not real? I I think if they are enlightened beings and they saw us as animalistic thousands of years ago, and they wanted they wanted us to advance to a place where you know we can join, I don't know, the Galactic Federation, right? For example, yeah, right? You know, they would want to civilize us with things that they know about the universe that they found out, you mm-hmm. know, so. So whether they created that or not, it doesn't negate the fact that, that there is a creator. Although a lot of people would say, well, you know, if they created religions, then then there's no God. I mean, many people will conclude that. I yeah. would not conclude that. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't either. But my my um, belief in God is probably a lot more different than uh, right. Others. Yeah. So I agree. So I'm so is mine. If mine was quite literal, literally what's in the Bible, the Quran, or whatever those are the the books we have, if it was the literal thing of that, then yeah, it would really, really destroy me. Yeah. But I always look at those books as as aliens, you know, whether we like whether we want to see angels as non-human intelligence, which they are, right? They're non-human right. intelligence. And people who don't know, look up, like, just go into Google and type in biblical. Uh, biblical biblical angels and look uh. at and see what they look like they're terrifying <laughs> they're they're like 
made yeah. it it's just like all wings um or wheels made of eyes i mean they're yeah. they're yeah. scary they're yeah. they're really they don't look like it doesn't like angels when you think of an angel nowadays you know your mind comes up with the image of a person with wings and a halo that's not what a biblical angel looks like no they're very they're scary. terrifying yeah they are terrifying you know they're not they're not human and they're, they're made of eyes and yeah. powerful yeah 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 exactly made of eyes very interdimensional you know but but they can exactly. also look like but they can look like human if they want to and that's there's that's there's accounts right. of them doing that that looking like human going through walls same thing as like aliens when yep. they get abducted i mean you know who knows maybe the prophets were all abductees and they all had the genetic they all had the same genes right it wasn't like a most of the prophets had were were a similar genetic type or a family mm-hmm. um so again that follows what the abduction phenomena does uh, so there's a lot of parallels there. And just I'm throwing this in there, just going back to the uh, the Bible, the Quran, the, the yeah. Torah, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's written by humans, which is what screws it up for me. Yeah. Yeah. Written by humans trying to explain fantastical things that look like seriously in hindsight that they were crafts. Yeah. And, you know, angels with wings. You know, these are people that are flying. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. to depict it. In, in a sense where Bedouins or, or a less civilized tribe to understand, you know, you want to tell them these, these beings are flying. You're not going to, you're not going to put it in a metal craft. You're going to give it wings, you know? Right. Um, well, even yeah. like, even like, uh, I think it's the book of Genesis. The first, the first book of the Bible yeah. has like, yeah. gi- I'm pretty sure it has giants, but I know for a fact, it's got people that have lived like 300, 400 years. The watchers. Like yeah. The watchers. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, they're called the Watchers, and they bred with human beings, right? They were the the Nephilim, the Nephilim, the giants. Yeah. Nephilim, which are the which are, which are the giants, which um, which have been leaked emails, right? The Podesta emails and Clinton, they were talking about Nephilim in Iraq. You know, she was talking about something yeah, to go get yeah. a body there, something like. That. So it's all intertwined with this, you know, religion, UFOs, aliens. It's all like so. It's, it's basically the same subject, but they don't want to. Let the mate the the public know that you know, right. um, so yeah. So again, I don't think it negates anything. No, uh, no, no. I don't. Creator. What do we have next here? What's this? Scientists suggest. Oh, you should. Oh, this I sent you this one. Yeah, Jack. Uh, I mean, Valet. Jacques Valet. Jacques Valet and Jack knows. Valley. Jack <laughs> Valley. <laughs> He's so cool. Yeah. He. Uh, he He's he's he got into the more woo woo stuff, uh, early on, which is you know what I'm all about. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always been about the interdimensional, about consciousness, about how it manipulates our consciousness as part of a control system, which is what religion is in a way. Mm-hmm. You know um, that it shows up when things are going bad to calm us down, to you know make these things fantastical. Um, they have deep meanings to us and and to civilization, and they've been around for thousands of years. That's what he says through his research, and that it's been controlling our civilization to you know where we are now. It's uh, they're providing guidelines. Yeah, and he's saying crashes are intentional. We've talked about this before. You mm-hmm. know, many people talk about this now that they are gifting, right? Like the U.S. government, the Russian government, the Chinese government. Um, they just say, "All right, here you go. He's a craft intact. Do something with it." 
find out what it is. Yeah, yeah use it to um, improve your society and technology and yada yada yada. Right, <laughs> but then they do the opposite, right? They yeah, hide it well, they us. use it against us. Yeah, exactly. Here's 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 Wi-Fi. Oh, that's cool. And then they're tracking you through it. So that <laughs> you know, that was scary, huh? Yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. Like, uh, it can be used as radar. Yeah, of where you are in the house. Yep. So, folks, when you uh, when you whenever you buy something electric, uh, look at the bottom, and it says that it's been approved by the FCC, and that it can receive or submit wait receive <laughs> or or submit signals whether you like it or not. Yeah. That's what it means. That it could be uh, hacked by the government or sent to the government. You know, that's what it means to be FCC certified. They always they always find a way, man. <laughs> yeah, they always find a way. When I was younger, I'm like, well. I guess if they develop the technology and they own it, you know, that's why they can they can do that. You know how I know I'm getting old is uh, at work. We had a conversation about Wi-Fi and how cool it is and stuff. And I was like, I remember when you had to call the Internet. I yeah, think yeah, not, yeah. I think we've had this discussion on the podcast yeah. before, uh-huh. but still uh-huh. it awes me that people I work with are young enough that they don't. They don't know that. They don't understand that. No. Wow. It used to, it, like you couldn't make phone calls and you couldn't get phone calls because it would be busy. <laughs> right. Right, yeah, and then, you need to get yeah. a second phone line installed, yes, exactly. Yeah, and even I was gonna say, even before that, you'd have you, you could split it, there was a split, thing oh, yeah, right? Right, one for right. internet and one for the phone, but then <laughs> it wasn't fast enough, so yeah, it was better to just get a dedicated one for internet, right? So Sorry, I kind of I kind of took us off the rails there. Go, go, <laughs> go on ahead. Well, it's it's I think it's all relevant because you know, if we're talking about the day after Roswell. And that book and seeing where our telecommunications technology comes from, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it makes sense to go off in those tangents. <laughs> so he's saying why UFO crashes, We, you know, as gifts. Uh, they talk about Skinwalker Ranch, Rendlesham Forest, the case of Fatima in Portugal in, two, in 1917, where there was witnesses of an apparition of the Virgin Mary. Right. Apparently those talk about aliens. Uh, it's still classified by the by the Vatican, of course. So the Vatican's known about this, right? And if you bring that into so the supposed Vatican crash that they told the U.S. government about in the 1930s, that Grush also talks about, um, the Vatican is known. They have a don't they have like a really large observatory? They've got a, they've got a huge vault and a huge vault. Yeah, but I mean, they know yeah, so much. they've got a. They've got a bunch of stuff they're keeping secret. Um, have you heard about the chronovisor? I mean, that's that's a topic for a whole other episode. What is it called? The chronovisor. No, what's the chronovisor? Uh, you you put it on and you can look into any uh, time in the past. Suppose I mean, this is all supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they've got that under wraps, uh, supposedly also. So did they find this thing or they created it? You know, I think. Uh, if I remember the theory correctly, someone created it, and then the Vatican came in and confiscated it. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, it's you should look it up. It, okay, it, whether or not it's it's real, it's a really cool story. Chronovisor. Chronovisor. Well, we should definitely have uh, AJ. I think he. I think he's the actually talked about it. Oh, he has. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Stop debunking shit, AJ. I don't think he. Dem- I don't think he bunked it. He was just kind of like. I mean, you can't debunk or, or bunk, you know that that's that story because it's yeah. just a bunch of hearsay. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. So you don't know if it's true or not. Right. Um, what's so what this? You, what you got? This is Marco Rubio on UFOs. Let's oh, this is great. Yeah, that's your answer. On the Foreign Affairs Committee, and you're really involved in foreign affairs, there have been a lot of articles lately about UFOs. I know this is this question is a little out there. Is there any truth to any of this? Well, we don't know. All I've said is we have people that have very high clearances, both today and in the past, who did really important work for our government or continue to do important work for the government, who have come forward with some claims about the U.S. having in the past recovered exotic materials and then reverse engineered those materials to make advances in our own defenses and technologies. That's the claim they make. Now, I don't know if those claims are true or not. What I do know is that one of two things is happening here. Either we, either they're telling the truth, and that is something that obviously would be uh, the, the biggest story in human history, or we have people in really important positions of government who are crazy and who are out there making up stories <laughs> and, and who are still in positions of importance. Either one is a big problem. So we've got to figure out which one of these two it is, because uh, the, the second one in particular would be very troubling. That is hilarious. What a take, huh? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Well, so it's, a level, it's a really yeah. level-headed take, which I appreciate. Right? Yeah. He's like, listen, you know, these guys are coming to us. They're they're credible. They're they're high up there. They're not just you know anybody. So you have they're either telling the truth or they're crazy. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's he's absolutely right, though. I mean, they're either telling the truth or we've got a bunch of people, you know, who are in positions of power that are uh, making stuff up. Which, which he's right. It is scary. <laughs> It is. Yeah, especially that they're in charge of our nukes and you know, yeah. in charge of our intelligence and yeah. Uh, so but you have people out there that say there's a third one that they're misinformed or that they're misidentified or I'm, no. I that's Sorry. that's so I'm so sick of that that yeah. argument. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that that they're naive. You know, they made it they made it to those positions of power because they're so naive. Right, exactly. They can't tell, you know, if someone's lying to them. And Grush even himself said he spent four years trying to make sure this wasn't a psyop against him. So this is a this is a really good one too. Yeah. So um this is from a from a CIA document document called the Gateway Process, right? And 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 it does it's a bigger document. This is from a bigger document that tells it was experiments in and basically going into other dimensions, right? Do you remember the conclusions of this one? Wasn't that the reptilian one too? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but but this is uh, a snippet of it, um, and it talks about transcendental meditation. I've heard about this so much, and every time I researched it, it's like, well, you have to have a guru because apparently this guru then comes up with a mantra that's for you, individual for you, and then that's when you're supposed to repeat that so many so so many times. That it's transcendental, right? Mm -hmm. Apparently, you can't do it by yourself. You need someone, like yeah, some guy to figure out what is the one that's for you. It it kind of makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. um, you know, just like when you're going to someplace you've never been before, you need a guide. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of I kind of get that, but read the the title of the um, post. Um, I can read it. Yeah, what is this? The, the CIA gateway process says we can breathe energy up our spines and activate gray matter in our brain. That is the the title. Uh, and it's they why take yoga is so good for you. Yeah. So transcendental meditation. It says here on the other hand, transcendental meditation works in a distinctly different fashion. In this technique, 
intense and protracted single-minded concentration on the process of drawing energy up the spinal cord ultimately results in what appears to be creation of acoustical standing waves in the cerebral uh, ventricles, which are then conducted to the gray matter and the cerebral cortex on the right side of the brain. I mean, it just goes to show like how serious the CIA took all of the, you know, interdimensional UFO, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. what's mind reading, religion, all right. that. They took it so seriously. Yeah. Uh, which should be, you know, a clue for the rest of us to also take it seriously. Yeah. And they classified it. You know, this was from the 60s, I think. So they yeah. only declassified it in the early 2000s, like 40, 50 years after the fact. So, could you imagine how advanced they are? Because the intelligence communities basically represent the elites. And these projects go to debrief them and the corporate <laughs> power. So they've had this knowledge about humanity for a very long time and how to manipulate us. Do you think there's just a room at CIA head headquarters of just people like meditating and like... <laughs> There's some crazy stories in the CIA, but yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it past them to where they have some room that does that. Yeah, that just yeah. meditate and just try to see what's going on in the world. Or right, they're they're, they're spying on Russia, whatever the hell the CIA does these days. Yeah, I mean the Rosicrucians are kind of like that, where if you join, the, there is a board in the Rosicrucians that if you do what they would like, that if, when you do um, meditate, that you kind of connect with them too, which is yeah. strange. So you know, I wouldn't. Put it past them. You sent me this one, Newsweek. Also, uh, is this just repeating the same stuff? Oh no! This is a Republican congressman has suggested that unidentified flying objects could be an ancient civilization that is hiding on Earth, but has only just begun to show itself. Yeah, I think you are kind of hip to this theory. Like they live in the oceans, right? Yeah, live in the oceans. Uh, there's the crypto-terrestrials, um, which. But that's that's something else. Crypto terrestrials though are involved that are uh, the guy who came up with that term, you know, he died young, Tony's. He um, he links it to Gnostics. Crypto terrestrials, he links it, links it to the Gnostics um, and the Demiurge, but I guess there's also a species that enslaves humanity, uh, mankind. So he calls them the crypto terrestrials, which are an ancient race of beings. Jesus. Um, I know, but then other people say that it's Atlantis, that it's it's uh, it's civilization. It's a small group of people that that survived the destruction of Atlantis, um, that started up Sumeria and Egypt from their knowledge, and are still ruling over humanity. But you know, they're the, that's this ancient civilization. So this congressman is saying something similar to that. Um, mm -hmm. And pod, you know, we, we've talked about the the four chan leak um quite a bit mm -hmm. on here but i mean it fits you know plugs right into into this yeah so he was on a sports talk show gallagher suggested that one possible explanation of supposed ufo signings was a so-called terminator theory based dun, on the dun. film of, yeah dun, 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 dun. uh transformers also so it's time travel so he was all over the place um but it's probably all of them yeah, Not one of them. Do you do you think time travel has happened or will happen? You know, it's kind of hard not not to think that many of these UFOs and warnings are from time travelers. 
um, for that a future humanity that's lost its soul. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's yeah. a recurring theme, or that its genetics is hurt, and they need us. And you know, we have cow mutilations and human abductions and taking of babies, and and all the focus on on nuclear um, technology. So focus, yeah, and to and for us to like leave our, or stop our obsession with technology, but yeah, like, you know, remember those the kids in South Africa, right? Too. Yeah, that's. I think it's Ariel. As was the name of the school. That's one of my favorite um, UFO sightings stories where all those kids saw, yeah, that UFO that landed in basically their outside of their playground. Yeah. And the beans came out and spoke to them. Yeah. It's pretty wild stuff. I'd love yeah, to Yeah, they tell about technology on that one, right? Yep, they did. I mean, it's the same. They, they say the same thing every um alien always says you know yeah. stop, stop destroying the planet and yada 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 it's in the script it is in this script and you know when you really look at it it's an anti-human script because i saw stuff uh john Kerry was at congress and of course you have people like massey and those people um confronting him about about carbon and massey wrote him he goes so how many parts per million carbon you know is good for the planet he's just asking him He's like, well, I don't know. You know, we have about 400 now. Scientists say that 350 is, is dangerous. He's like, oh, 350 is dangerous, huh? Well, you know, on average, the planet with uh, with animals flourishing on Earth, it's been in the thousands parts per million. You know, so how can that be so dangerous? And then and then the, that account was edited with a new European company mm-hmm. that wants to increase yields for for vegetables what they do is they have greenhouse they have greenhouses but then they pump these greenhouses with co2 and it increases yield it makes them more nutritious it's like come on like make up your minds like this all all they are is they're anti-human they're not they're not pro-climate right our activity to stop yeah well as we know, the hypocrites are. I mean, the, <laughs> see, I said it already. The elites are huge hypocrites. They are, but then that narrative too. Then those aliens, it, it's it, to me then is anti-human. Also, they're telling us to stop being so, stop flourishing so much. Yeah, uh, we bring back that to it. So this has also happened. Tim Brichet now he has a UAP amendment. Let's take a quick listen to this. Tweet, he said, quote, my amendment requires the Department of Defense to declassify any documents and records related to publicly known sightings of UAPs that do not compromise the national security of the United States. Burchett made the rounds on TV news programs this week, claiming the DOD is hiding what it knows and even pressuring witnesses to refrain from testifying on the matter before Congress. Well, here's Republican Senator Marco Rubio. We heard that. Um, So so the problem with that amendment, did you read that as long as it doesn't hurt national security? It's not the excuse that they always use. Yeah, like So we did not compromise... They already do that. Yeah. They already say it compromises, and that's why we won't release it. So this, what? well, this bill changes absolutely nothing. Nothing. So he's <laughs> not that dumb, is he? No, um, I just think, you know, I mean, we could go into a larger talk about Congress and, um, yeah. you know, our our nation's leaders, but I mean, the, everything has been designed to keep them a in power, yeah, and and b not to lose that power. 
Um, so of course, you know, I just think it's part of the program. So frustrating. It's like it is, it's, it's super like, frustrating. It's like they're trying to just it's like they're threatening the Lockheed Martin and these people, but then you know, if they if they up their uh, their game a little bit and and spe- and spend more money with their campaigns, maybe they'll shut up. It's like that kind of thing. It's like they're shaking them down. You know, it's a shakedown. Yeah. Um. So I'll share this with you. Also, there's yes, and he's a he's a lawyer. He's saying that now that we the UAP whistleblowers, um, are scared and they're being threatened by the government to basically shut up. Here was the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer. Uh, today when he was asked about UAP hearings. Watch. Yeah, we're going to try to get that in this month. I've been surprised at the number of questions I've received on that on that hearing. So I think there's a lot of interest. There's certainly a lot of curiosity out there about that issue. And with what we're seeing with the majority of Americans right now, there's absolutely no trust or confidence in the government right now. So I think that has the potential to be a pretty substantive subcommittee hearing. A lot of interest, he says. Joining us now is Dan Sheehan, an attorney who has been involved in some major cases, including the Pentagon Papers. He's representing a UAP whistleblower and joins us live. Dan, thanks for being here uh, on the Hill. So these congressional hearings, potentially in the upcoming weeks, what can we expect from them? Well, uh, a lot of it depends upon the degree to which the Congress is willing to take steps to enforce the new law. There's a brand new law that was passed in December of 2022, setting up a new office called ATIP that is mandated by Congress to extract from all of the United States military services, all of the United States intelligence agencies, and importantly, from all of the U.S. government defense contractors. You know, all the information that they've ever acquired with regard to the UFO issue since January of 1945. So that's a lot of information, and we're, we're perfectly certain that they have tons of this information that they've been hiding and lying to the public about consistently for 75 years. So you mentioned 75 years. There was a congressman back in March of 1966, and that congressman's name was Gerald R. Ford. And here's mm-hmm. what he said then. He wrote, quote, I am proposing hearings on the subject of UFOs and invite testimony from both the executive branch of the government and some of the persons who claim to have seen UFOs. That was a future president of the United States saying, we got to look into this 60 years ago. Man, it's like we keep repeating, like, you know, it keeps repeating over and over and over. I mean, yeah. We just keep going in circles. It does seem a bit different, right? I mean, I mean, at least they're passing laws now. It's not just all right. Let's have hearings. Like, there's stuff in the NDAA protecting these people. There's stuff in the NDAA giving um, time limits, right, to contractors to come forward and with this information, or else kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so it is. You know, I hate that. Though. Oh, it's different this time. It really is different this time. Now well, it's, good. it's good to see. I, you know, I'm pessimistic, uh, well, by nature, but also just because of everything that's happened over the last, you know, 20 years or so. Yeah. yeah. And, and basically ever since 9-11. Yeah. And I mean, someone has said this, too, is that the, the defense contractors haven't even retaliated yet. They haven't done anything. They haven't upped their lobbying money. They haven't pressured all these congressmen. Maybe they're scared to, but they haven't done that yet, you know. Well, you know, maybe there's hope. 
Yeah, maybe there is. Uh, he's a fun one. We, we had issues with this one. It was like, how's this? Oh, my work? God. Yeah. This thing. Yulis Nardan, UFO clock final editions. So this is a clock. So this company makes clocks, and they base this one on a UFO, and apparently it wobbles around kind of like a UFO does. And right. Because when you sent this to me, I I think I, the first thing I sent back was where the where is the time? <laughs> yeah, and there it is. And you and I think you sent it. Um, I don't want to say to who, but someone that works, um, I'll say in the watch industry, right? And she had to point it out, you know, where the the time was actually told because it's so. I mean, it's a cool looking thing. Honestly, when you first sent it to me, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how much this costs." I can, I'll put that on my desk at work. It'll be a fun <laughs> little talking piece. Yeah. Um, this thing costs sixty eight thousand dollars, and it's it's like it's hard. It looks like <laughs> it look. It's a big looks like a big pill, like yeah. but, but upright. Yeah. And apparently, it wobbles, and it's got a bunch of gears and um, stuff like that in there. And it, I couldn't figure out where the hell the and there it is. Time actually was, yeah, it's right there. But it says here also 365 days. So it also it's a perpetual calendar, it looks like. It's not just the time. Right. I mean, it's a, obviously a very complicated piece of machinery. Um, it looks pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, UFOs have now entered the mainstream. And so now this company is designing a... a big clock um based on on ufo technology just on the look of it kind of yeah Yeah, and it it does look like look at that how that just works out it does look like this thing yeah (laughs) the kecksburg ufo kecksburg is a really bizarre ufo event um i i recommend people google that if you don't know what it is already uh kecksburg Pennsylvania, right? Was a was a bell shaped UFO, um, which is you know reminiscent of the Nazi the Nazi bell that everyone thinks that this that's what this is. It was in, it was in sixty five though, right? Yeah, you know, uh, but like leftover technology or something. I don't know, but yeah, it was Kecksburg was. I don't remember the exact details, but the the UFO was bell shaped and it had weird. I think people kept calling it Egyptian writing on the side, like hieroglyphics. hieroglyphics. Right. Yeah. And a, a ton of people saw it. It wasn't, it's not just one person. It was, oh, like, yeah. This it's whole people town. Stretching, yeah. People stretching from Canada to Kecksburg across six states reported seeing a fireball shooting across the sky. Um, Meteor shower. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. But, but those in Kecksburg who saw something land there tend to disagree. And yes, you're talking about, Tens of people that are around this thing before the government got there, before the before the military got and, there and quarantined. And, and, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that was the big deal. Is the government showed up. I mean, yep. that's how big the of a army deal this was. Up. Yeah, and they tried to get everyone away, even you know, uh, within I don't know what it was a huge mile radius where they want no one to look at this thing. And as um, we've stated previously on this podcast, if, if the government shows up, it's not good ever. <laughs> no, it's not good. They never show up to pat you on the back and say good job. No, they don't. Wouldn't that be nice? On on the contrary, they uh they they promote people that are psychopaths. Like, oh, you you killed hundreds hundreds of people, thousands of people. Oh, you you uh you promoted policies that are anti-human. Here you go. Here's yeah. no for you. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, so but the, that's not the yeah. point of this article. What's the point of this article? So the point of this article is that there is a UFO festival, July 21st to 23rd. So if you are in the Pennsylvania area, there's a Kecksburg UFO festival. Um, go out there, hang out for two days, and, you know. Meet some other cool people. Exactly. Network with them. Support the community. Um, have these conversations about what's happening with the government and, and this issue. Um, I guess it's summer, so I guess that's why there's a lot of these. There's yeah. another one. Salmon Creek. I don't know where this is. I don't know. I don't know this. I don't know this event. Uh, so this one, they did some fake UFO UAP thing just to promote their, their festival. Ah. Yeah, they left a crop circle outside a popular Salmon Creek restaurant. Um, how come it's not seeing what state it's in? Still, Beverly Park. Th- there's a lot of a lot of UFO festivals going on. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So this Hopefully. one is called. You can win five thousand dollars in the B UFO Film Festival. Bufo. Yeah, Bufo, and Burian. So I don't know where Burian is. If any of our listeners know where Burian is. You guys are having a UFO film festival, and you can win $5,000 by submitting your... Oh, we're already past that, July 15th. Oh, sorry, listeners. You're going to miss out on that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least now you know there's another festival going on. Yeah. And then there's another festival in Exeter. Now, Exeter UFO festival coming soon. Anyway, there's a lot of these festivals. It's cool yeah. to see that people are, um, you know, starting to openly support the idea that UFOs have been visiting Earth. Yeah, and it brings, oh, it brings people together. need to talk about this video. This video is wild. This is crazy. Now, this is the, the ancient aliens guy on history. You know, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. that guy. He yeah. goes, I'm sure they're just shooting at swamp gas. <laughs> and if it is a flare, this could be target practice. Then again, the link reports that this was a deliberate and unsuccessful attack on something. Either way, it's fascinating footage. And it really is. I highly suggest everyone check this out. This reminds me of like the LA, the Battle of LA, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. three, it's three lights in triangle formation going through the sky. And I'm assuming it's helicopters that are chasing it and shooting at it. Yeah, th- these are air to surface missiles, right. surface to air missiles, and they're going around the craft. They're blowing up around the craft, right there, really near it, and nothing's happening to it. And these are hundreds of them being shot at it. Right, there's a oh, ton. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, wow, look at that! There's so much stuff being shot, and no- nothing's happening. So yeah, I mean, this, this is reminds me of the Battle of L.A. It, I mean, so this triangle craft goes through the sky and then completely disappears except for yeah. one bright light. And then and the bright light's gone. So this triangle craft goes through the sky and then the lights shut off. And, and of course, humans shoot at it. And you, yeah, you see all these, you, you're saying they're missiles? Yeah, these are definitely surface, surface to air missiles. Missiles. Yeah. Yeah, there's really nearby. Yeah, uh, getting shot at it, and they you can see them kind of pop, 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 explode around it. Um, but it doesn't seem like anything's getting hit. No, but it does get the message at one point. It's like fine, and then yeah, and then so so, uh, right, and so there's one light in the sky, and then it just blinks out. Now it's in Spanish, the original one. Let's see if we can translate tweet. 
last minute. An unidentified object has been sighted in the sky over northwestern Iran. Attempts by air defenses to destroy it have been unsuccessful. Wow. Oh, so this might be over a nuclear base or something, but they tried to destroy it. Yeah. And it just doesn't do anything. Oh, very, very, very cool footage. Whoa. I mean, you've got you've got the military shooting at something, I'll say, in the sky, and clearly not, you know, either hitting it or doing any damage to it. Um, it's fascinating. Absolutely fascinating footage. That's nuts. That is so nuts. I yeah. didn't know it was Iran. Okay, I bet you that's a nuclear base. Is anyone seeing here? No, get of of me. Blah blah blah. Why are they talking in Spanish? What's this? It must have been do? reported from a Spanish um, news site or something. Yeah, it's great. You can translate, but why Iran? Because nukes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's always nukes. Yeah, it really always is. It's either nukes or water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I sent you this one about COVID. There's a lot of stuff going on because of <laughs> Robert F. Kennedy apparently said that COVID was a bioweapon that targeted Europeans and black people and that yeah. spared Asians and Jews. <laughs> That's a, it's a weird take because Africa, uh, obviously full of black people, um, yeah. and they very famously or infamously did not really get hit by COVID. Yeah, because they weren't vaccinated in Africa. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but when I get delve deeper into it, because I guess there have there were studies that that compared COVID elasticity to other genetic populations. So there's stuff out there about that. But what I sent you was this: um, the Pfizer vaccine CRISPR experiment. Yeah. So apparently, apparently, the spike protein is com. The spike protein that were that it's in the vaccines, it's completely artificial, created by CRISPR and, and AI and whatever. Now, uh, the problem with that, the problem with that, and this is the this is the conclusion of this here, is that it's fragmented RNA and it's not complete. And as you know, or most people should know this, that that's cancerous. The, what 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 is cancer is is cells that cannot replicate correctly anymore. Um, and because they cannot co- uh, collect, uh, correctly replicate, they become cancerous. So these vaccines, which have been approved by the FDA and CDC, use this technology, this CRISPR technology, using uh, not full sequences, genetic sequences, and are therefore you know, either um, creating cancer and these guys are saying, and this paper is concluding, um, that it is manipulating the human genome. See, the, the manipulation Each. of the human genome at chromosome 5 and chromosome 19 as part of a human gene drive experiment. Um, the human gene drive experiment consists of three parts. The first part hosts CRISPR RNA with typical features. Uh, where do I want to read this? Uh, a vaccine designed to support the immune system would never contain a hypothetical protein whose post-translational function in human cells remains unknown. Why would a vaccine manufacturer risk the overload of the immune system with such a protein? Also questionable is why the mRNA translates into a synthetic protein that is analog, that is analog to the human coronavirus. 
the human coronavirus is a completely different type of virus than the SARS-CoV-2. And finally, why should the vaccine manufacturer go through so much trouble hiding 13 protein sequences between spacer DNAs instead of creating a simple mRNA that will be translated into 13 full functional spike proteins? So this study is basically saying that what what Pfizer did with their new quote-unquote vaccine is criminal and that what they're trying to do is change the human genome into something else. I don't know what they're doing. You know, no one really knows, but they just know that. Who it's knows? Strange. The only people who know are the people who that you know that made this. It's so weird. See the the Cominardi vaccine intends to create a desired human race using digital calculations and computer predictions. Such computer predicted perfect gene sequences have now emerged in the Cominardi mRNA vaccine. Thus, this study also serves for criminal charges and legal disputes against the Pfizer company for conducting genome experiments on humans. Man, people are monsters. They are monsters. And, you know, do you think this comes back? I believe everything at the high levels comes back to to UFOs and and aliens and and that thing. So, I mean, do you think that they're just trying to copy what the aliens have done to humans for a long time? You know, but but now it's it's the human elites that are trying to direct humanity um, into, I don't know, what end. But yeah. it just seems like they're copying them. Yeah, I, I I get that. I honestly, I think it's more. Um, well, I guess it goes along with what you're saying. It's just more people in charge who are trying to keep everyone else at bay. I, I mean, yeah. I don't, honestly, you know, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Other than these people are just evil. Evil, and and the thing is. I, I, why why can't their technologies be good technology? Not good. I mean, why does it have to cause cancer? Like, fine, you want to mess with the human genome? Can't you do it in a in, in a, a more in a lab? In a, yeah, or just with technology that works. You know, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. They're, they're not the aliens. <laughs> yeah, not yet. They're not as good as the aliens yet. Not yet. Also, the FAA has an internal hotline, and they got a lot of. A lot of reports last week. So it's a great article on that from the drive.com. Not all of them are crazy, but some are like uh, flying diamonds. Oh, we've covered those a lot lately. Yes. Uh, so that's what they should like. Here's this one aircraft reported an unidentified aerial phenomenon, a glowing white cylindrical object off the right side. The unknown phenomenon was paralleling the aircraft at the same speed, approximately 3,000 feet above. Wow. Yeah, so these are cool to look at. Where yeah, is this thing doing? definitely. Oh, but it's cool to see that the FAA is open to this now, right? They don't call these people crazy. Right. And it's good to see that people are, are open to report these instead of keeping it to themselves because, you know, they're afraid of being called crazy. Right, and wait to go on a show like Coast to Coast or something to tell them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So this is Envoy Air. I don't know what that is, but uh, these guys had a UAP incident. It was uh, white and diamond-shaped and traveling fast. Uh, they, were f- they were flying southwest at around 20,000 feet and some 40 nautical miles northeast of Palm Beach International Airport in Florida. The report says that the E-170's crew saw the unidentified aerial phenomenon pass underneath at around 19,500. And that the unknown phenomenon was smaller than the air, than their aircraft. 
So yeah, there's that. Wow. No, nothing crazy, but still, I mean, it's it's good to see. Yeah, absolutely. Going on, right? Um, finally, and I sent you this. Now the Senate and Mr. Schumer, who I can't stand, but you know he's leading this effort. Um, not just Congress, but now it's the Senate is in, and he's telling, he's telling the DOD and contractors to um, to basically give up, give over anything, everything that they have on this subject. So Congress initiates plan to reveal recovered technologies of unknown origin and biological evidence of non-human intelligence. This is from Liberation Times. Uh, the American public has a right to learn about technologies of unknown origins, non-human intelligence, and unexplained phenomena. Amen. I mean, what's going on here? It's just so crazy how... I mean, I don't... I have alarm bells going off, right? Because it's yeah. these guys who have been screwing us over for so long. Yeah, I mean, the fact that all this stuff is, uh, you know, being written into law, people coming forward, uh, Congress... Uh, Congress people speaking out. Uh, I mean, it definitely. It does. You're right. It doesn't feel like uh, like it all was before. I mean, Liberation Times also contacted Battelle, BAE Systems, and Northrop Grumman regarding the new UAP legislation, but all have declined to comment. Yeah, and they'll continue to do so because they've been using that technology to build their technology. Yeah, to further enslave us. Exactly to keep them up in power. Uh, not to free us and not to free humanity, but no, to keep them, to enrich themselves of and course. empower themselves. Um, despite the new push of transparency, there there do remain questions regarding what can be released under the current classification system. Christopher Mellon, he says, although this is very encouraging, until and unless the overly restrictive UAP security classification guide is revised, there will be little public benefit as virtually all recent data, including UAP videos, will be classified. Congress should press ahead for this guidance to be revised. Okay, so he's still not convinced. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good to hear from people like him that basically say these laws mean nothing. Yeah, exactly. That it won't help that much. Again, it's just lip service to the people. Mm -hmm. And great article here. It goes into depth. Any sentient, intelligent, non-human life form, regardless of nature or ultimate origin that may be presumed responsible for unidentified anomalous phenomenon or of which the federal government has become aware that's in the language <laughs> for them to wow. release that stuff i know wow more in the language any materials or metamaterials ejecta crash debris mechanisms machinery equipment assemblies or sub-assemblies engineering models or processes damaged or intact aerospace vehicles and damaged or intact ocean surface and undersea craft associated with unidentified anomalous phenomenon or incorporating science and technology that lacks prosaic attribution or known means of human manufacture that's some great language it doesn't give them an out i mean yeah they'll, they'll <laughs> find everything in there. they'll find a way <laughs> find a way oh you didn't mention interdimensional sorry <laughs> Classified. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, some crazy times, guys. I can't believe it. It's actually happening. Yeah. This I haven't shared with you yet, and you know, that's just cool. I saw this is Eric Davis, who is who is a source of a lot of this stuff coming out from the government. Uh, he he's a physicist. He he works on crash retrievals. It's out there. He has interviews out there. Uh, you know the William the, the 
not the Davis memo. The what is it called? That leaked memo. Anyway, it was his. It was him that did it. So the reason why I want to share this is, you know, the guy is not some cra- some kook. He's a real scientist. A real. He has a real PhD in physics, and this is a paper that's declassified called "Teleportation Physics Study." Um, is is a special report from the Air Force in 2004, but it was just declassified. You know, this guy's the real deal. Mm-hmm. He's not someone we should just dismiss. The Wilson memo, that's what it is. The leaked Wilson memo. He's the one who wrote the notes on it. Right, you right, know? right. So I want people to go through this and just read this guy's paper on teleportation. And uh, this is from 2004. So he, he's been doing some crazy physics. Obviously involved in this industry and subject. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't get most of this stuff, obviously. But, you know. If one of our listeners understand it, yeah, let us know. Yeah, give us a nice summary of what this is all about. All right, because we need to wrap it up. I think. Yeah, we're this is the last. That's it. We're done. Okay. So all right. Well, um, let me see here. We want to thank you all so much for listening to the Uncovering Anomalies podcast. This was episode twenty nine. That's Adam. I am Topher. Yeah, and Topher the question mark. Yeah, I've even got it on my screen here. Um, you want to tell the audience where they can find us on social media? Yeah, you can find us at Twitter at UAP the podcast. Uh, Topher is at Topher at all. You can find us on all platforms, uh, all podcast platforms. You can find us on Rumble, although I haven't updated that one in a while. Um, you can also support us. There's a link on on all the show notes that is a link where you can, you can support us any amount, you know, would help out. Um, it'll encourage us to keep doing the show. Although, you know, we're passionate and we'll probably do the show. Nonetheless. Yeah. yeah it makes us regardless of how many listeners we have, we'll yeah. continue to do this. <laughs> exactly. Also. Uh, something it's nice that, to see the, the, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say something that we've neglected to do is uh, thank our sponsor. Do you want to talk about them? The owner of that, uh, website's gonna be pretty mad at us. <laughs> oh wait, who? What do you mean who? You know Kineba? who? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Kineba is where you can get your CBD Delta Eight, Delta Nine products. Yeah, it's a great marketplace. It's been around since 2018, and yes, they do support our efforts uh, on the show. And you know, all everything on that on that website is third party, lab tested. Also, it is vetted by the team at Kaneba. And Kaneba is ancient Aramaic for hemp. Oh, which no is, kidding. Which is why that, that name was uh, was chosen, yes. And it's, it's also a good way to get a to get a brand name where it's a language that no one uses or <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hopefully uh, they can get that trademarked also. But yeah, definitely go over to Kaneba.com, Q-I-N-N-E-B-A.com. Check out their huge collections of CBD Delta 8 and legal Delta 9 products shipped all over the United States. Yeah! (laughs) All right. Awesome, cuz. Well, this is a great show. A lot going on. You know, it's great to be back. I know. Yeah, welcome back. That's I was going to say that, too. Yeah, last week was we just we did an extra show and we went through Michael Schratt. Um, that got some good uh, good downloads too, and good listenership. It's great to see the show getting more listenerships every single week. 
Uh, it's very encouraging. So definitely. It's awesome to see. Yeah, it really is. All right. Well, once again, thank you all for listening and we will see you next week. Till next time. <laughs>